Hello ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Mo podcast. So this is day two at uh, Nagarjun Sagar Dam. And um, this I think will be a slightly longer episode because I would not only cover day two today, but also the evening of day one. So where um, at the point where we left the last podcast, which is I had checked into the hotel uh, or the resort here, the uh, Telangana Tourism Haritha Resort. And uh, it was evening, so I was thinking of going to uh, different places. So I did cover uh, a few spots. So I've been here, so I kind of knew the route and knew the places that I could go to. So um, decided to go to Etipotala uh, waterfalls. It's a waterfall um, which is about 18 kilometers uh, to the southeast of the dam. So you need to go across the uh, the dam uh, to the other side. Uh, which is in Andhra Pradesh. So, uh, so Harita Resort, the, the place that I'm staying at is um, in Telangana, and uh, Etipotla is on the other side in Andhra Pradesh. So, the Krishna River is the border between Andhra and Telangana in this uh, this uh, region. So, as I said, it's about 18 kilometers. It's a 30-minute drive on uh, NH565, which is basically the Nalagonda uh, Guntur Highway. So I, I took this, uh, the highway and uh, it goes to long and winding roads. It's not a highway highway as such. It's a, it's a, it's a two lane, um, uh, you know, almost like a state state highway without a divider. And as you get closer to uh, Etipotla, you basically take a diversion. You take a left off the national highway and it's quite isolated. So there are spots which are um, you know, covered by a lot of uh, uh, plants, like there's a tree cover and, and it's long and winding um, and sometimes you don't see a vehicle for uh, 5 to 10 minutes. So, I think talking more about the, the waterfall, it's um, about 70 feet high, the Atipotala waterfall. Um, there are two main um, rivers or channels which, which come in, one is called the Chandravanka and the other is called the uh, Suryavanka, uh, which I think emerged from the Nalamala hills. So there's a catchment area and there's, I think, an underwater stream which uh, funnels them. And the uh, falls itself has uh, three drop points. Um, so as of now, I think only two had water. But if you come during rainy season and the water level is high, you would actually see the Chandravanka Vagu, uh, the Nakkala Vagu, which basically is uh, uh, Haina or Fox um, the fall, and Tumala Vagu. Tumala is basically uh, um, a tree, it's called Tumala Chet. It's an invasive species which uh, has taken root in India. Uh, the scientific name is uh, Prosopis juliflora, uh, but it's basically a um, a plant which has um, uh, these elongated seeds, um, so people do use it to eat and all, but but it's it's basically a weed. Um, so the third uh, fall is known as Tummalavagu because I think there's a lot of uh, Tummachetlu or uh, Tumma trees uh, around that place. So Etipotla um, literally means uh, lift and pour. And so the local language is called Etipotla, but the, the true translation to English is lift and pour or pouring from a height, uh, which is what a waterfall really does. So, 
so from Etipotla Falls, the the water just joins River Krishna downstream uh, a couple of kilometers. So it's downstream to the Nagarjun Sagar Dam, um, and it's a tributary to uh, to Krishna River. The Etipotla Falls also has a resort and a viewing spot, which is maintained by the AP government. It's also called Harita. Um, it's an it's a good place. Uh, lot of wind, and because I went on a weekday. Uh, there weren't many many people because all my experience with Atipotla in the past has been it's it's super crowded because it's a it's a fairly small spot, but um, yeah so the resort had a few rooms but I don't think they were occupied because one of the big challenges there is that it's completely infested by monkeys and um, there's a huge trip maybe like fifty and they attack people and so it's it's not a very comfortable so you can't really sit and relax on a bench or anything because. There are just monkeys everywhere, and they tend to take like the best viewing spots. And so, so I had to wait for the monkeys to move away from uh, from viewing spots to go and see there because they seemed a bit aggressive. Um, the other thing I read was um, they apparently divert some water from one of the canals of the Nagarjun Sagar Dam to feed the the waterfall just for tourism and other reasons. But otherwise, there's no natural flow especially during um, you know the the peak summer months but if you look at the structure of the Atipotala waterfalls it's it's a very wide mouth uh, waterfalls i'm assuming at at some time in the past when you know rivers were plenty and there was a lot of water uh, it could have been a larger fall than just the three streams that you um, see right now there's a crocodile sanctuary uh, slash breeding place at the bottom of the falls so um, they've introduced and I think naturally also there are crocodiles uh, around there. So you're warned from going down and even the Nagarjun Sagar Basin has a lot of crocodiles. So you see boards everywhere saying that you know don't venture into the water or any other banks because of uh, the crocodiles. Uh, one of the original plans that I had while planning for Nagarjun Sagar was to see if I should stay in Atipotla because I've stayed in in the Telangana resort uh, earlier. So I was thinking of staying in the AP Atipotla resort. Uh, it's a great idea that I didn't do that because there's not much to do. Everything is far away. It's isolated and uh, uh, monkeys are a problem. So I don't think it would have been a very comfortable stay. And uh, even the reviews on TripAdvisor were not that great. So I'm glad that I didn't uh, take that option um, because being only 30 minutes drive, you can always go see the place and, and come back. So in the evening then I, I took the short drive back and uh, instead of going back to the uh, resort I decided to uh, head towards uh, the Nagarjun Sagar Dam itself uh, to cover that as well because I had some time. As I said uh, I, my experience from this is that it's best to visit Nagarjun Sagar Dam on a weekday when there are not too many people. Of course there are some pros and cons and I'll get to that later in the uh, episode. but. If you want space, if you want to have a very pleasant experience without a lot of crowding and um, you know you just want to spend time, I think weekdays are better. Weekends, I think you have more uh, more people. But the attractions also tend to be open um, during weekends because of the inflow. So on the way back, I went to the Nagarjun Sagar Dam, which is um, on the AP side. So in fact, when I'm driving from the Telangana side towards uh, the AP site. 
there is a new bridge that they constructed i think uh, maybe a couple of decades back uh, maybe 15 years back or so because initially when i was younger you could actually you used to drive across over the dam so you had access to the dam you could actually walk down and see the gates and so on but for security and uh, um, you know safety reasons i i think they they built a um, a bigger bridge downstream so now you can't go to the dam it's completely cordoned off so you actually can't visit it but you go downstream and uh, take this bridge which has a direct view of the of the dam so i had to take that to um, get into andhra so which is what i i did and once you cross the river you move from the state of telangana to uh, to andhra pradesh and um, so on the ap side there is a vijayapuri colony south um, so so that's the southern vijayapuri colony vijayapuri colony north is in telangana it is very close to where my resort is right now so i went to vijayapuri colony south and uh, there's an ap tourism resort there um which uh, doesn't have great views um uh, but it's i think it's comfortable if you want to uh, visit nagarjuna konda or you want to have you know better access to the ferry site things like that um, so but as i said mentioned yesterday the ferry has been closed because there was a recent accident on river godavari so the government of uh, andhra pradesh basically stopped all ferry and boating services um to do a fitness test and evaluation so it's undergoing that i was told by the ap tourism uh, contact that uh, it might it is expected to open in the next month or two but right now they're going through evaluations and so on uh, but i did go there got a couple of pictures um and drove down to uh, they've also constructed new bathing ghats so you can actually so there are steps which you can take all the way to the river bank um as expected of any bathing ghat it was quite dirty not well maintained um but but at least you could touch uh, you know and and uh, see river krishna which is a jeevanadi or a life giving river i have this amazing fascination for all all these rivers right uh, so i think after mountains rivers are are my next favorite things in in the world um from you know natural things and i think plants on the organic side i think plants are my favorite uh, things now but in the inorganic uh, natural wonders i would say mountains and and um, and rivers so it's very fascinating it's a very emotional thing for me whenever i visit uh, rivers so i tend to you know thank them for <laughs> all the water and well being that they bring uh, to this planet so it was a, it was a surreal moment that way so talking more about the nagarjun sagar dam it was uh, one of the first uh, greenfield projects that was started on in after uh, india got independence in 1947 so the nagarjun sagar dam uh, construction started in 1955 and completed was completed in 1969 um it's it was in the erstwhile andhra pradesh uh, state uh, before telangana and andhra were divided but right now it's um, it stands between or it's right in between ap and telangana so on the ap side it's guntur district and on the telangana side you have the nalagonda district the capacity of the dam is uh, 11.472 billion uh, cubic meet, uh, meters uh, the water capacity and uh, at full capacity uh, of the reservoir it stands at 590 feet which is 180 meters 
and um, the dam itself is 1.6 kilometers long which is uh, 0.99 miles and has uh, 26 uh, flood gates it's one of the largest uh, masonry dams in the world and um, as a part of the reservoir uh, they had to relocate a buddhist settlement which is where Nagarjuna Konda, the island in between, uh, comes in. So they moved a lot of these Buddhist relics and uh, artifacts, etc., onto the island. Uh, and the ferry used to go there. So, so if people could go see and stay, spend time half a day on the island, uh, which I couldn't do this time because the ferry. Um, so, and I think that's why I got more time in the resort as well because otherwise a full day would have just gone, um, you know, checking out the the ferry place or the Nagarjun Konda Island. Um, yeah, so primarily Nagarjun Sagar Dam is used for uh, irrigation, power generation and uh, drinking water. So they supply, I, I think 30% of the water is sent to Hyderabad, um, you know, using, it's, it's a part of the lift irrigation because Hyderabad actually is at an elevation, so they lift the water and pump it uh, to Hyderabad. Uh, there are a lot of pros and cons because I think it's lifeline for the city of Hyderabad but uh, there's criticism about you know evaporation of water wastage and uh, the power it uses and and so on so um, the other element that I, I definitely have to talk about is that the, I've read a lot of criticism about Nagarjun Sagar Dam it's it apparently was like an ecological disaster uh, the Koleru Lake which is uh, in Andhra primarily dried up because the the water from Krishna was not not going in, and even the Krishna Delta area I think had a lot of negative impact because of this. However, the positives is that it feeds uh, and supports the uh, agriculture and irrigation uh, across all of Andhra Pradesh and large parts of Telangana, without which you know people would not have food and livelihood. Um, and Andhra is the rice bowl of India primarily because it's fed by uh, the Krishna and Godavari. Uh, rivers so it has its own pros and cons but um, it, it it is an it is an ecosystem impacted by by human beings so we can't do much about that then um, so after visiting the dam i think it was already evening so i decided to drive back um, the resort kind of gets deserted during weekdays because uh, so the night kind of gets lonely because there are only very few guests and of course you have the staff. Uh, incidentally, this uh, resort was also created in, uh, in 1969. So it made me wonder how it would have been uh, in that era, you know, which is maybe five decades uh, ago uh, when there was no electricity, there was no, at least <laughs> there was no, um, you know, no, no modern facilities. I think there was electricity for sure. and. Uh, but uh, it, it would have been a very different experience, no communication. I'm sure it would have been, uh, you know, denser, uh, you know, there were not a lot, lot many people living here. So um, it's, it's wonderful. And um, in fact, uh, I have a very close relative who's a civil engineer and he very proudly always mentions that, you know, it's the civil engineers who always go first. They are the true explorers that way. So somebody must have paid a huge, <laughs> price to to build this entire structure and bring it to the shape that it is so that uh, brings us to uh, the end of day one i got some sleep and uh, so it was pretty good 
then uh, moving on to day 2 which is today um, i woke up early had breakfast uh, i was in two minds about it there's complimentary breakfast but uh, considering my one meal a day diet i shouldn't be eating that but i decided to have it because it's close enough i thought i'll have a small amount of breakfast and then have lunch in, in a couple of hours which should be fine and um, decided to go to the local boat place so the ferry to nagarjunakonda is closed but i got to know that there is a boat that's available on the telangana side uh, which just takes you to the to the uh, dam um, not all the way in, into the deeper waters but it basically takes you around for an hour and brings you back so it starts at 9:30 and i i was there at 9:15 one of the first ones there uh but unfortunately i was the only one there so <laughs> so there was just one person and uh, they need at least 50 to 60 people uh, to do the trip because it's a big boat and they didn't have people and he was fairly confident that you know there'll be no boating today so he took down my number he said look if you're lucky there might be a you know tour bus or something that comes in i'll give you a call and you can join them but uh, without the minimum number of people they will not run it uh, which is one of the cons of coming during the weekday right because if it's a weekend i'm sure you know there'll be a lot of people who would be happy to go on that uh, there's also an exhibit or a museum nearby that was also closed it's undergoing renovation and there was a, another resort that i had had lunch in uh, earlier so i went there and i think it was also deserted he did mention that i could come back for lunch but i decided to just head back to uh, harita resort and uh, you know just spend time there uh, so there's a pool here there's a swimming pool which i did go explore but i didn't you know want to get into it because it was okay i think but i was not sure about the water quality it looked okay but you know i'm very skeptical about about places like this because if there are not too many people and not too many people are using the facility then obviously um it may not be up to the mark so decided against that had lunch the food here is excellent so overall if you're traveling to nagarjun sagar my recommendation would be to do a overnight trip so you don't need more than one night here so if you come in early uh, start at 6 or 7 am in hyderabad it's a 3 hour journey spend the day um, you know visiting nagarjun konda if the ferry is there you can also go to um, etipotla and also cover the uh, the dam um, in the same um, day um, if you want to do nagarjun konda you could actually do the next day uh because you may not have enough time actually you can compress everything into the same day if you plan it uh, well enough so if you leave early um let's say at 6 am or 7 am you reach here by 9 um you know 9:30 something like that check in um you know take the ferry to nagarjunakonda and on on the way back you can uh, you know you could eat at nagarjunakonda i think they have some food there so you can eat lunch and then you can take the ferry back um so by 2 or 3 you'll be back you can cover etipotala uh, and uh, you can actually head back home if you want you could actually do a day trip or if you want to do it in a more relaxed way you could cover the um etipotala and nagarjun sagar dam on day 1 and do uh, ferry on day 2 or yeah you can mix and match all of these are very they you know within 30 minutes of drive so if you have a car it's fairly easy to do that however it's it's good to experience sunset and sunrise in this place so and you also get to relax instead of you know trying to 
um, squeeze in six hours of um, driving in the day and also a lot of back and forth. So um, I don't think there's much to do beyond one night here. So you could just spread it over a weekend. Um, you could stay longer, which is what I did here, but uh, there will be long stretches of not doing anything. You'll have to just sit under the tree or spend time in the resort, um, which is what I'm doing right now. So, yeah, so I, I basically came back and, um, um, you know, had, had lunch and um, the food's great. I like the food here. It's very homely. And in fact, this is one of the only places where you get good food in, uh, in Nagar and Sagar. So even people who come for a day trip or, you know, are taking this route to go to Guntur or are traveling from Mancherla to uh, Nalagonda, they can, they can stop over, have lunch here. Very reasonably priced. Uh, I think a meal is only uh, 130 rupees or something um, here and uh, it's a buffet. So good food, well maintained, um, infrastructure is great. I, I strongly recommend this this place to everybody who comes here. This is the best resort that you can find in Nagar Sagar. The only unfortunate thing is um, it's run by the government. So a lot of things that come with, with thing, places that are run by the government, right? So uh, they don't have like premium facilities. So laundry is done manually. Uh, you know, people may not be as attentive, but the staff is good. I think they're very kind, they're very responsive that way. And um, yeah, so I think it's overall a good place that way. The, um, so yeah, so I, I came back um, and then I sat under a tree for a couple of hours. So I was just looking at the reservoir uh, in the background. And so there's a back area, uh, like, a, like a small park kind of a thing next to the resort where you can view the dam and the reservoir. So I just sat under a tree uh, because it was quite hot. So they did have benches, but the, the way they are located, either the ones that are under trees don't have a good view or no view at all. And the ones that have a view are in, right in, in the sunlight. So that was a bit of a challenge. So, so I just laid down a paper and sat on, under a tree for a few hours. Um, listening to music, listening to podcasts, you know, just watching videos and uh, of course, you know, taking a few calls from, from work. Um, then I, I came back and um, slept for a couple of hours, got some rest and in the evening went to watch uh, the sunset. Um, the sun also had basically calmed down by then, so it was not that hot. So I just spent some time, a couple of hours, went for a walk. This is a very expansive resort, so they have huge areas that you can, um, you know, walk around. Lots of trees, a uh, lot of greenery. So that's what I did. And now I'm back in the room and, um, you know, not having dinner because I already had more than my share for the for the day. And I slowly, you know, close the day and uh, I look forward to tomorrow. Uh, there's not much to do tomorrow. I, I don't feel like going back to Nagarjun Sagar or Etipotala Falls, so I might uh, spend some time and maybe I'll I'll just go back um, in in the second half. I'm not too sure about what I'll do, but uh, I'll keep you posted on how that goes. But that brings an end to day two of my uh, trip. Hope you like my uh, episode. I know it's a it's a bit longer than uh, than usual. But I wanted to, you know, spend time to give you the details so that you can experience it with along with me. 
so thanks for tuning in uh, please do subscribe and share my podcast with others and uh, yeah look forward to another one tomorrow on on day 3 at this uh, at this place cheers bye